Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. And that's a broadcast. It's on TV. And you can watch it. They got 17 seasons. That's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though. But the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. All right, Reeves, I think it's pretty obvious that you're no longer doing the intro. Uh, um, we're going to go with that song if that's all right with you. Well, um, I listened to it. And yeah, I guess it's pretty good. It's a little bit different than what I did, which was all acapella. I didn't have any uh-huh. of those fancy noises in the background. And I just <laughs> did it, you know, off the dome. So yeah. they're they're different. You know, it's you know they're apples and oranges. And let's let the fans decide whether or not if they like <laughs> this one or the one that I've been doing. You know, for the past few episodes. Okay. Shout out to Jeff Ray for the brand new uh, Pod Chef intro song. Um, it won't be well, that long every time. We just wanted to play the entire thing. It was the first time. We understand it's like a minute and a half. We do go long, but we're going to keep that short. Yeah. So thanks, Jeff. Uh, welcome to the new season of uh, Pod Chef uh, with your best friends. This is Jamal. Say what's up, Brian. Oh, hey. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's Brian. Say what's up, Reeves. Say what's up, oh, Reeves. Okay. Hey, what's up, everyone? Happy to be here. Um, All right. Great. I was going to be mad if you didn't cut him off, too. I thought you were going to let him go. <laughs> no, I, I cut everyone off. This is an equal opportunity podcast. Uh, so, everyone, <laughs> welcome to the new season of Pod Chef. Um, we're excited because, you know, we're starting the season brand new, and we're also doing some new things. You know, oftentimes in the culinary world, we meet what Brian and Reeves like to dub culinary characters. And uh, we have said character with us today to discuss some stuff uh their experience in the culinary world uh let's let's just get right into it right, with our with our guest uh why don't we uh introduce and please feel free to correct me if i'm seeing this wrong but uh everyone welcome to the show Bertans Berton. it's Bertans burton oh i'm very sorry, sorry. Bertans burton no please please so never apologize never apologize to anyone ever be impeccable ever. with your word never say sorry Everything you, if you, if you are impeccable with your word, you will never ever say anything wrong, and so you will never hurt anybody. If you're impeccable with your word, everything you say, everything that rolls out of your tongue, rolls out of your tongue, will be impeccable, and it will not need an apology. Now, for a lot of that, that was impeccable until you kind of stumbled. I didn't stumble on anything. Okay, it was impeccable. My, my words come out of my tongue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it I mean, looks cool. Yeah. 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 When you do that, mm-hmm. he does have a very interesting looking tongue when he does that. Um, so Bertans Berton. Now is that Latvian? No, that is I'm from Detroit. <laughs> okay. 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 I just okay. I, I know uh I know a basketball player that has the name Bertans in, and he's he's Latvian, right? Who is that? Basketball? I don't follow. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
you're from Detroit and you don't know about okay um yeah so there's just Davis Bertans on the on the Wizards he's Latvian so that's why I thought maybe it was Latvian but it's from Detroit okay that's that's cool that's cool my whole family lineage begins in Detroit your lineage begins and ends in Detroit I hope it ends there I don't want to go anywhere except when I travel (laughs) okay Okay. Uh, Detroit native uh all right uh so Bertan, you wanted to come on the show <clears throat> because you had like a special. Oh, do you uh, need water? <laughs> I we do don't. a little, but I, I think I've cleared it. Okay. Um, but um, I wish I had some immaculate water. Um, uh, Jamal, I don't tell you how to do your job, but it seems like you are transitioning to uh, beyond us. So this is a new season, but we're still going to talk about what we had for dinner last night. We can't not do that. Yeah, oh, I'd love okay. to know. I mean, I've had dinner. Yeah, we can do that. So. Bertans, we do it a little differently here on Podchef. What we like to do is we like to pretend that we're presenting our food to a judge. Oh! Mm-hmm. So you will say what you had for dinner last night, but you'll say it in like a fun kind of way. And usually all that means is you just say, uh, Chef, I have prepared for you. That's pretty much it. If you want to do more, yeah. feel free to do more. <laughs> okay. But that's what we do. Oh, I'm yeah. participating. Lovely. We would oh, love yes, for you to... Yes. Yeah, yeah, we'd sorry. love for to find out what you had in Detroit last night. Yes. Um, so I'll start. Um, chef... Uh, last night I prepared for you um, lemon pepper chicken, uh, sautéed broccoli, and uh, whipped sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Jamal, I've been meaning to ask, how many sweet potatoes do you think you eat uh, in a week? Five. I know for a fact because that's how many I get at the beginning of the week and oh, last all week. Because you're prepping? Yeah. Okay. So five. Okay. That doesn't seem that like that much. It's not that much. Yeah. It's weird that you called it out, Brian. Actually, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of strange. Well, you guys call me out for eating the same thing every time we talk, too. So, well, let's see if you have the same thing tonight. So, go ahead and last night. So, go ahead and tell us what you had. No, it's different, Chef. Uh, I present to you uh, the dinner they had last night, which was veggie burgers, Beyond Burgers, that we made here. With the sides were a baked potato with sour cream and cheese. And a baked sweet potato with butter and cinnamon. Those are the sides. Now, so I too. It's a Beyond Burger. It's like a. It's like that fake burger that has the, mm. that has the um heme in it, so it bleeds. Yeah. But it's not meat. Hmm. Okay. Now sure Brian, I like that. Brian, did you have to read that off? Did you have that written down, <laughs> or did you just know all that? Oh, I just know all that. That's yeah. Those are just things that I know. I, my wife is a vegetarian, and I don't eat beef or pork, so I know things about fake meats. Oh, are you Muslim? I'm not. I think Brian, one time in this episode Brian. we talked about maybe that it was a thing, but I'm not. Are you? Brian's sure? not a Muslim, but one time we did have a pastor, a black pastor from the south, come on the show, mm. who I think was a fan of the Muslim faith. He was a white pastor. He was white. He was a white I don't guy. Know. He wouldn't. He wouldn't tell us. Jamal asked him multiple times what his race was, and he wouldn't tell us. So <laughs> and he wouldn't who knows. say. Um, chefs, I prepared for you uh, spicy roasted chicken thighs um, with some garlic, uh, a little bit of ginger, um, some tomato paste, and a side of roasted broccolini. Um, huh. And I did have to read mine off my phone because I can never remember what I ate for dinner. <laughs> So I always have to read it off my phone, which is why I asked you, Brian. I appreciate uh, Brian, you um, having a, a real meal last night. 
consider. It. <laughs> it's about yeah. as real as it's, we get. It's, it's like showing happen. respect to the podcast. Um, yeah. We had an even right. better meal tonight, but I can't talk about it. All right. Bertans. Like Chefs. This is, so, this is so much fun. Chefs, I have prepared for you a cacio e pepe, which is a pasta dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cheese-based. But I like to add pancetta to it. Mm. As an app, I went. I I participated in outdoor dining last night. I know, I know, know. but it's okay. I've been vaccinated. I got three vials of gravy injected into my arm. Oh no! Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that. So I've I've heard people are getting Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson, and you got. I got Heinz. Heinz, Heinz gravy. gravy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that uh, white be- turkey gravy or like the brown beef gravy? I'm glad you asked. White beef gravy. <laughs> okay. okay. That's how you know it's good. So what's the efficacy rate on the uh, Heinz injections? Uh, 140 calories. <laughs> oh, wow. And were there any side effects of it? Oh, a little arm soreness, but I was, I was full. I took a nap. Uh, maybe uh, (laughs) lethargy that That makes sense that checks out well i'm glad you're healthy that's great yeah someone jamal you mentioned itis someone told me that i can't say itis is that true you can't say the full itis i can't say the full thing but people say that by saying itis i'm referring to the full thing well i think bertans told us earlier if you are always what with your word that you can uh, impeccable 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 with your word you can say whatever you want if you, you impeccably say the N word, I can't get mad. <laughs> I'm not gonna try it, <laughs> Brian. You didn't need to tell us that. Yeah, you didn't. I just want everyone to know I'm not gonna do it. But I feel okay. like you are in your head. Now. Yeah, I'm, now <laughs> I'm worried. Yeah, now I'm worried. All right. Well, that's what we had for um, dinner last night, and uh, let's get to uh, Breton's, um Speaking of dinners, uh, I believe you you told me a little bit of a story, but let's let's get into it for everyone. You have a story of uh, where you met and ate with a celebrity chef, per se? I did. I had the pleasure. Okay, so a lot of you don't know. I write for the Detroit Free Press. I'm the food critic for the Detroit Free Press. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. And okay. I, which, which you have to pay for, the free, you have to pay for the free press. Yeah, uh, nothing's free. Nothing, is, nothing in life is free. Be impeccable with your, with your uh, payments. And <laughs> I, I, I'm a food. So she invited me. The Barefoot Contessa invited okay. me to her home in New York to have wow. dinner. The it was Barefoot Contessa, Ina Garten. The, wow. the Ina wow. Garten invited me to her home. I said, well, what should I bring? She said, bring yourself. Mm. I said, well, I have to bring something. Yeah. I have to. I cannot show up empty-handed. That's not how I was raised. It's not the Detroit yeah. way. <laughs> But she insisted, so I brought myself. I was wearing, uh, I was wearing a fifteen foot scarf. Mm-hmm. I was wearing a a, a bell on a bell bottom armed sweater, so I could clasp my tea. Mm-hmm. I had on uh, some some of those pants. <laughs> You know some of those pants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah some yeah. of those we pants. Yeah, those D- yeah, Detroit yeah, yeah. pants. Yeah, yeah, Detroit pants. They're rectangle, right? Yes. <laughs> and uh, I was wearing clogs. And I let me tell you something. I had a great time. I had a great time. Everything was just as you know. I 
she she had run out of 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 uh, vanilla that she needed. And so I said, "It's wow. fine. I'll just I'll just run to the store and get you some vanilla." And she took out a tiny knife and poked me in the stomach, <laughs> stabbed me a bit, and said, "I don't do store bought." <laughs> oh, oh no! Okay, she doesn't do store bought. Okay. So we went out to her herb garden, and she's got a Madagascar, Madagascarian mm-hmm. vanilla bush in her backyard that she went and picked fresh vanilla. Wow! So you wow. got the bean, you got the full like little like yes, the full um, little bean like thing, r- bean thing. Yes, that's incredible. Wow! I mean, that's from her fresh. garden, from, from her, from Garten's garden, from Garten's garden. Oh wow! Wow! And the stab wound that you suffered in the stomach this what this was just like just a little thing just like a skin thing it didn't go very deep it went a little deep it bled mm-hmm. i'm still oh, not wow. healed completely because the sweater that i was wearing definitely infected it oh, okay <laughs> oh, no. okay like a sweater you get the sweater from like a secondhand store or something like that so it had someone else's germs on it no it was firsthand i believe that it was infected by the it it's a it's a fabric i was trying you ever heard of Fabergé? <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. heard of the Fabergé egg. Yeah, yes. um, I have not heard of it at being turned into a fabric. but yes. I wouldn't put yeah. it past a cool person from Detroit. You said that. Were you imbe- were you being impeccable? <laughs> I was trying to be. Impeccable. It sounded it sounded <laughs> I was like an insult. Trying to be impeccable. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. To me. I'm not. I'm not. I was just saying I was trying to be impeccable there. I'm sorry, I just want to make sure were... that you weren't injured during the whole meal. Like you were. Oh, you I were definitely like was. Oh, okay. I definitely was multiple times. Okay, multiple oh. times. Okay, well, walk us back in. So you got the vanilla. You go back inside. I go back Wait, what's inside. The, what's the vanilla but, for? The vanilla was for an ice cream that she was making. A rosemary mm-hmm. lemon vanilla ice cream. Wow. Okay. okay. Rosemary vanilla. That sounds great. Really delicious. That sounds amazing. With yeah. that fresh vanilla from a Madagascarian vanilla tree. Wow. Mm-hmm. She was wearing denim. You know how she does. Yeah. yeah. Dinner. That checks with black, out. With black Top. leggings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything she made, everything she made, she said, oh, Jeffrey's going to hate this. Yeah. That sounds oh, right. He's going to hate it, but I love it. Yeah. Did Jeffrey, was Jeffrey there? Yeah. Did he yeah Jeffrey was, was not was... there. Jeffrey's never there. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was coming. He was supposed to be coming. She said, oh, Jeff, when Jeffrey gets here. We have to save a plate for Jeffrey. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's... That's classic. So, so after she was making that, what was the second wound that happened? Oh, so I asked after we we were we were uh, she had made some uh, some summer beverages for us. She had made like some uh, sangrias. And I said, delicious. sangria. What type of wine do you use in a sangria? So she takes out a wine bottle, breaks it across the table, jabs me in the stomach. Mm. I'm bleeding profusely, but I'm at Ina Garden's mm-hmm. house. I can't complain. Yeah, and uh, she says. I made the wine myself in my wine cellar. Okay. So she stomped the grapes. She bottled it. Okay. She let it sit there for over a year. It was just oh. delectable. Yeah, I bet it was. I mean, she's always barefoot. Yes. So. Yeah. Is so that crazy. why she's always barefoot? Because she's, she's making wine. wine. Yes. Yeah. Stomping mm-hmm. grapes. Well, I, I mean, it's nice that she does all this stuff that's like all fresh and homemade. You know, that sounds really mm-hmm. delicious. But it, I, I don't think I could condone her attacking you over it. I mean, that feels like that would have ruined the evening. Listen, clearly you've never been around a chef. They're a different breed of people. They're a different <laughs> breed of people. Okay? You must know. Chefs 
are not accountable for any of their actions. No, they're not. They're making food for Christ's sakes. <laughs> yeah. I believe that was also Mario Batali's uh, defense. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. He had, he said, yeah. he had yeah. to I'm assault. He's cooking food. He's cooking food. He's yeah. cooking food. If, if he gets horned up during the middle of browning some chicken, he's got to grab what he's got to grab. <laughs> I think it's, I think I'm confused. It's just kind of like, I didn't realize it was like all chefs. Like I get that Bourdain's was known for like being rude and aggressive. And of course, mm. Batali has to be aggressive. And the, the way you, you see the way he looks, he has to be a piece of shit. Um, but like the Barefoot Goodness is such a nice woman. Yeah. Very nice. I, I don't consider it, her to be me. So uh, you see. never took those personally. You you were like, I'm I did something wrong. Have you guys ever read the four agreements? The four agreements? I I can't say I have. The first agreement, don't take things personally. I mean, that's the third agreement, actually. Uh, the first agreement, make sure your word is impeccable. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The third agreement, never take things personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the second? What's the... I can't say. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe we'll maybe we'll like yeah, get, we'll, we'll reach we'll... things in the story and, and they'll yeah, come hopefully. out. Yeah. Hopefully. Like the Bible, you learn more so, as you go. I got to say, uh, Bertans, if I was there and I got stabbed, I probably also, because her voice is so like calming, I probably also would be like, did she really stab me? I probably ran into this bottle. I, I was, like, I I was thinking the thing. same thing. I like, was thinking the same thing. So she showed you the wine. <clears throat> Sorry. Do you need that <laughs> water, Jamal? I, I don't have any. Yes, do you need some water? water? Drink water impeccably. <laughs> so... She shows you the wine. What did you guys do next in the food prep and the in the dinner? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So she needed some onions chopped for the ice cream, oh. and <laughs> as you do. And <laughs> question? You have a question? No, I just so I I haven't said anything yet about this. I've gone on record to say I don't like rosemary. I think it's too strong. Mm-hmm. I also have gone on record saying I don't like onions when they're not cooked. This ice cream sounds terrible to me. Are you? Who is this guy? <laughs> Jamal, why did you bring me here? Who is this no. man? Well, Bertans. Oh, God. Where's my water? So, um, Brian, Bertans, this is my us. friend, Brian. Brian, please don't embarrass me. In front of my friend well, I'm just leaning. I think my thing on this podcast is to be food illiterate and to be dumb about food and to be the big fat guy who just eats pizza and sloppy joes all the time. So I lean into it. Brian, okay. what's the first agreement? Uh, be impeccable. With, with, your... with my words. Yes. And yes. I'm a big fat guy who doesn't like onions and sloppy joes. I eat them; they're good. Let them let them come out of your tongue again. I heard I heard a little bit of it there. Uh, <laughs> Slo- Look, we all like sloppy joes, right? The people try to tell me they're not good. They're good. I'm yeah. guilty of I'm guilty of saying that a lot. Yeah, a lot. they are good. All right, onions for the ice cream. Yeah, yeah, so we're cutting up onions for the ice cream, and I say now. This is this is something that I've never experienced before. Onions in my ice cream, chives, if you will. And uh, I said, "Are these chives for the ice cream?" <laughs> and she takes the knife. <laughs> and at this point, you're expecting to get stabbed, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she says, "What side is your heart on?" I said, "I don't know." <laughs> and she says, "I'll go in blindly." <laughs> luckily, she missed. Yeah, luckily, yeah. She went on the right. Never apologize. And she said, "These." Are not only chives, 
they are Turkish chives from Istanbul. Mm. And I buy them store bought. Yeah. She's very passionate about her food and her ingredients. Yeah. I mean, she it's, is. Boy, I mean, did That's anyone else show up, or was it just the two of you, pretty much for this? It was. It was her. It was I. It was her friends, Raquel and Rory. The uh, two more of her friends, Betty and Gabe. We were there. We had blankets outside in her yard. We were drinking <laughs> our summer sangrias, waiting on the main dish. This ice cream. And she says, this ice cream is almost ready. Jeffrey is for sure going to hate it. Mm-hmm. It, it. I just need a few more ingredients in the ice cream to make it delectable. Milk not being one of them. Oh, that's so strange. No milk. All right. yeah. I'm going to start writing down. I'm going to start writing these down. Yeah, so. the, the ingredients in it. I mean, she's the chef. I mean, she's clearly brilliant. I mean, a little bit. Brilliant. Yeah, violent, but a, I mean, brilliant. So I, I would definitely, you know, I'd go with whatever she was doing. But A beautiful food mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have lemon, strawberry, vanilla, onions. Rosemary. Rosemary chives. Yes. Was there anything else let's put in the uh, ice cream? Or I'm glad you asked, <laughs> Jamal. I'm so glad you asked. I will tell you exactly what else was put into the ice cream. She goes outside, looks in her garden. That's what she calls it. It's kind mm-hmm. of a joke. Garten. Mm-hmm. Her garden. Garten's garden. And she goes outside and she says, hmm, what do I need now? I've used all the herbs that I can muster up. Hmm. What about a couple cactus thorns? And so she starts picking the thorns off of one of her succulents. Now, surely these are ground up. Not yet, quite. Uh Because I ask, what are you doing with those thorns? She grabs a handful. She says, lean in. I'm a little tall. And she says, lean in. (laughs) Jams them in my eyes. Oh, and the ones that she has left over, she puts them into the ice cream. And she's Jeffrey is for sure going to hate this. <laughs> Jeffrey that is going to ex- hate this. He's not going to want it. When he comes home, when he comes back in from the city, she lives in the Poconos. And when she comes back in, when Jeffrey comes back in from the cities, when, when his train arrives, his car picks him up, he's going to hate this dinner. Did any of the other guests, did Rory or Raquel or Gabe or the other one that I'm forgetting get injured also? By uh, the Rory, uh, Raquel, uh, Gabe. Yes, you got it right. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they were not because they knew not to ask questions. I was the oh, newbie here. Okay. So I deserved oh, it. Oh, that's what this. Okay. So, so it's sort of hazing. Kind of a bit of a haze. And speaking of haze, she made me drink a tea that she made from some unknown herb that was in her garden. And I definitely went hazy. And when I woke up, I was completely naked. I was like, uh, that's a chef. That's a chef that's for you. A, that's a chef. Yeah, that sounds like things I've heard chefs doing. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're food artistes. They're food masters. You cannot, you can't, com- you can't compare them to anyone else. You can't complain about what they do. If they have... Uh, Eccentric eccentricities. If they if they have these things, you just have to deal with it. Everyone's in the room the too. Raquel, Rory, Gabe. The they were other. naked. Yes, they were all naked, wearing cloaks, but the cloaks were open. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, this sounds okay. This is starting to sound like, like, like a, some, like a different kind of dinner party. Yeah. Did, 
did you get to eat the ice cream or did you sleep through the ice cream? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. That's such a great question. I slept right through the oh, ice cream. Can no. you believe that? Oh, no. And I walked out and I walked out hazy, just wearing a shirt, Winnie the Pooing. And <laughs> Jeffrey says, be lucky you didn't have any of that ice cream. Because he hated it. He hated it. Oh, man. You didn't even get any of the ice cream. Yeah, that's such a didn't letdown. get any ice cream. Missed dinner. Wow. So I'm going to be honest. Get, it yeah, sounded so gross. <laughs> the ice cream was dinner. That was oh, it. the ice cream was the dinner. <laughs> so you wait. Summer sangria is an ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. You had sangria <laughs> and you had lemon, strawberry, vanilla, cactus, prawn, chives, onion, no milk, yeah, no, no milk. milk. I, I don't know cream. what's holding it all together. Yeah, she did have a red Alaskan prawns in there as well. You said okay. prawn, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just the tails. I have, I have to ask. I have to ask because at that point in the story, you had three open wounds. So. Mm-hmm. Did they treat your wounds? Did they like, cauterize your wounds? Did you see any marks in your body? I assume that they stop? did. I assume I saw marks on my body, but weren't near the wounds. I assumed that they treated everything. There was a salve. Uh, I, I I knew I I was I was rubbed. I remember kind of waking up out of my haze and being rubbed down with the salve, and oh. uh, but I, I kind of went right back to sleep. And but I was like, that's Ina Garden's house. I know I'm it's, just lucky to be yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> You wake up unable to move your body, but you're aware that something is happening. But yes. you can't scream or you get. Brian, have you been, Brian? I know. I've uh, I've read about people having similar um, things happen to them. Just like uh, usually, dream, you know, people have like these like uh, their body freezes. They're in dreams. I've never heard of it from after drinking a tea. Um, yeah, it was a tea, and it was no bag, just the herbs in a cup of hot water. Oh, I hate huh. when the herbs are in. They get in your teeth. I asked yeah. for some honey. I asked for some honey because it was a little bitter. I asked for some honey. And uh, she then proceeded to pour some of the hot water on my back. Oh, Scalding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He kind of walked into that one. Yeah, you I feel like it kind of at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I overstepped. At that point, you're also one of them at that point. So I overste- I'm one of them now. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, was okay. a reminder. Anybody, if, you, if, if any of you guys would like to come to Ina's house, I can get you an invitation. I would like to go because I'd like to meet a celebrity chef. Well, Jamal, aren't you dating someone that lives around that area or, or knows her? Oh, boy. Damn, throw your business this. in. Uh-oh. Be impeccable with your word. I didn't even know this. Is this more things that you guys have been talking about without me, Jamal and Reeves? So you do you guys um, do you guys know Carla from Top Chef? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carla. I, I do. Great. Super talented. Yeah, so we we've kind of been talking since she found out about the podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. she's she knows Ina. Oh, so wow. maybe we could go there. We could go there. You could. Did they invite the you? The more out? the merrier. Wait, what? Did they invite you out? They they made sure they wanted you to go out to the like a dinner party out there. Uh, well, it wasn't specifically spoken about dinner. There's something else that was discussed about this party. It was, it was they, they kept talking about like just drop leave your keys in the bowl when you come in. Mm. I just I heard Carla and I was like yeah 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 you, Carla Hall yeah I love Carla she's one of my favorite Top Chef contestants I'm sorry yeah. I didn't react bigger when I heard that <laughs> no, you were, no, it's, it's when fun. you were it's hanging fun. out with Carla Hall I love her she does these it's Instagram fun. videos where she like hula hoops or she yeah. was in, early in the pandemic I'm not sure if she's doing it anymore I stopped following her because I didn't need to follow her but I love her she's great 
Yeah, she's super fun. Carla Hall. She's like a a, a poor man's Tracy Ellis Ross. <laughs> man, if I have to listen to someone else say that about Carla again. <laughs> Yeah, Carl's gonna get angry. I try to, but then they. Whenever I do, I say, "Hey, Tracy wishes you could cook like Carla." You gotta stand up for your woman. Bertans just insulted your woman. Yeah. You know what I've been doing? I've found out that I've not been impeccable, uh, impeccable boyfriend. I've not. I've been saying sorry a lot. Never apologize. Yeah, so that's my problem. So I gotta stop doing that when people come at Carla and be like, "Hey, you're like a poor man's Tracy Ellis Ross." Have you talked to the Barefoot Contessa since then? Since since this? I've been emailing constantly because I left my scarf there. Oh, your 50-foot uh, scarf. Sense. That makes and sense. And they have not returned any of my emails yet. Uh, so, I, But I might just show up. You know, I think it would be a good idea if I just showed up to grab my scarf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you want to get your scarf back, but it, it does seem like she's maybe a little bit violent around you. So I, I you I'm know, sorry. Have you never been in the presence of a chef? I to be <laughs> they honest, are I allowed to do anything and everything they want to their serpents. That's what you call when you're <laughs> when you're a chef underling. You're called a serpent. I don't a know if serpent? anybody knew that. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. The, the way you slither around the kitchen, that's why they call yes. it serpents. Say behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Hot tray. Hot tray behind you. Well, are you going to write um, maybe a review or anything like that about your experience there? Uh, no, I could never tell about my experience there. This is not being recorded, correct? No. Okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh. fine. No, nobody will ever know. So it yeah. wasn't an episode. It wasn't recorded for her TV show. It was not. The cameras were there, but they were 100% off. You could tell. I think she's just used to them being there. But the cameras were first. They they had no lenses. Mm. Okay. Were they also nude, but for robes when you came to the camera yes. people? Yes, the camera people were in nude. Were were in robes in cloaks, but the cloaks were open. Open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just were looking at the cameras and through the lens, you just saw someone's eyeball. Yes. <laughs> wow, that sounds truly terrifying. Okay. Well, yeah, I hope you go back and get your uh, your scarf. I need that scarf. I only have three 15-foot scarves. <laughs> yeah. I you have three left? I have three left. Okay, you had four. Yeah, <laughs> I had four. <laughs> Do you have a, a ranking of your 15-foot scarves? Like, which of the one you lost, where did that rank? Well, of course, this was my second favorite. I couldn't, I couldn't wear my favorite because that would be too pretentious. Yeah. Luckily, I still have it. But this was my second favorite. I had to look good for Ina and the guests. Bertans, that's how it always happens. You're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really flex on them. I'm gonna wear my my second favorite, and mm-hmm. then you mess up and forget it, and as you have like cactus throngs in your eye. Exactly. Also, this also explains why you're wearing an eye patch. I yes. didn't know mm-hmm. why earlier because you normally aren't wearing an eye patch when I see you. No, no, no. So. This is this explains. But my eye is healing. Oh, that's good. It has gone black, but it is healing. That's good. The full eye, everything. Yeah, what part that's supposed to be white is is the, white the full eye is gone black. Okay, yeah, wow. you might want to look into that. I can't. The eyes gone black. Bertans, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we play a game with all of our guests. I call it a game. It's very. It's not really a game at all. Yeah, it's not really a game, but it's um, something we do with all our guests. And it, it, if you wouldn't mind. Um, 
indulging us. I'm being impeccable with my words. Lala, would you like to play this game with us? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Brian, do you want to do the game? Or you want me to do the game? No, I'll let you do it. You're the host. Great. Uh, all right. So let's do this game. This game is called <clears throat> Add Foam, Debone, or Send Home. Okay. So this is like uh, you pick of the three of us, Bertans, and I think I know which one I am going to be. Which one of us would you add foam to? Which one of us would you debone like a ribeye steak? And which one of us would you send home? Add foam? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would add foam to Brian. I would debone Reeves. And I would send home you, Jamal. Oh, no, Jamal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on your choices there? You don't have to. No, you. I think you do. I don't have to. Great, guys. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, stop telling Impecca- me Impeccable with his words. <laughs> Brian, stop being so impeccable with your words. Please explain your uh, what, 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 what your thought process was there. Well, I do believe that the meal that Brian had last night would be so much better with foam. That does sound pretty good. I'll have to try it next time. That potato just did not seem to have enough going on. Cinnamon? Cinnamon in the sweet potato, yeah. But what about marshmallow foam? Mm. That would have, yeah. That that would have cooked. We had vegan marshmallows too, and I didn't put them on there. Vegan marshmallows? They have pork in them. I'm not Muslim. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Very Muslim to me. (laughs) You keep saying that, though. Because gelatin has pork. Yes. Gelatin is made from pork fat. Um, sounds like things they used to say in the, the Muslim vegan, church. The uh, vegan marshmallows, they have a little red bow tie on the, on the front, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't a crescent moon and star. Yeah. <laughs> Reeves gives me, uh, I feel like he's the type of person who wouldn't eat all the meat off the gristle of a chicken bone. And yeah. so to make it easier for him, just debone. Mm-hmm. That would help me because you know I no. don't eat all of it, and it's embarrassing because people want you yeah. know, the whole plate to be clean. Yeah, that's a good call, Brit- Britons. You'd be shocked to find out how dead spot that was. <laughs> yep, <laughs> dead spot. <laughs> oh God! How much Impeccable. gristle are you supposed to leave on the bone? None. <laughs> Only the inedible gristles. And I'd send you home, Jamal, because I feel like. I just feel like you don't respect the city of Detroit. And so, okay. And so man, because the last time I tr- came up there, man started in Detroit. I want you to know that. So, yes. sending you home is sending you to where the original man comes from. Some people say Africa, I say yeah. Detroit. <laughs> you need to see your homeland. Okay. You need That's to see your homeland. They probably should have went from coming back to America, too. Coming back to America, too. <laughs> yeah, that was the poor man's version of coming to America. <laughs> All right, Jamal, you want to get us? Uh, get us uh, oh, wait. Um, do we, should we ask Bertans to share anything? Is there anything you want to like talk about or like anything that you have going on in Detroit that people can come by? Yes, out? guys, please come by and see the snow. <laughs> Check out our tigers. Check out our red wings. Check out our pistons. Check out our lions. That sounds nice. Yeah. Our um what is it? 25 listeners. I think they'll enjoy that. Yeah, so everyone go to the Detroit Zoo. 
Um, and check out the things Detroit has. And to check offer. out our boot store, Red Wing. <laughs> <laughs> and check out the boot store. Um, and maybe stop by and visit with Bretons and yes, come to my out. restaurant. You own a restaurant? Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. <laughs> we didn't even get into. Oh yeah, yes. tell us about the restaurant. Before. Well, I franchise a McDonald's on <laughs> Seven Mile. <laughs> Come by. Do you, Grab some is, fries and shake. Is there any chance you do you one of those like um franchises that does different things? Like I've yeah. been to a couple places that'll do like uh you know I went to a place a where I went to something. a fish yeah. and chips place that they did bulgogi and also on the side, which is great. Uh, well, I, I, all of uh, all of our shakes are shamrock. Okay. <laughs> you can only get a shamrock shake. We add we add mint to every flavor. <laughs> Our McRibs are Shamrock. <laughs> and people like this? Yeah. They love a mint McRib. <laughs> I guess that is different. Yeah, that's pretty unique. People would try that out. All right. Um, so, Bertans, outside of the restaurant, do you have anything else you want to plug? Uh, you can listen. I, I, I Can I tell you about my favorite podcast? Sure. My favorite podcast. Oh, my God. You guys are going to love this. My favorite podcast is called The Flagrant Ones. It's on Patreon. Mm. And it's called and it's called the flagrant ones. I just told you that because I'm impeccable with my word. And you pay five dollars a month to subscribe, or seven dollars a month to subscribe subscribe to the bundle, which includes other podcasts on the same network. Join us. I can vouch for that because I I've listened to that podcast. It's very good. It's podcast. Very I'm good. a ten dollar subscriber. I think we well, all are ten dollar subscribers, right? Uh nope. Yeah. Brian. Oh, Brian. Not, oh, Brian. Wow. Brian. Brian. Seven. 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 Well, okay. You're missing yeah, out on those videos. That's interesting. I am missing uh, other videos. Well, uh, okay, uh, Bertans Burton, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was great to see you again. Um, uh, and and yeah, thanks for coming on the show. All right. What do I do now? <laughs> do I stay and watch you guys do the rest of the show? <laughs> you don't have to. No, you no. Don't have to. <laughs> no, we can't do that. So, what do you guys talk right. about now? We're going to talk about well, Top Chef. I guess we have to talk oh. about Top Chef. Yeah. Okay. So what do I do? Chef. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. So I think, um, I hope Bertans made a very good first impression on everyone. I think so. I hope you guys feel the same way. Um, because that's also the title of uh, the first episode of season 18, First Impressions. Let's get right into it. Season 18. That's the one you were working on? You were working on yeah, that? Yeah, I was working on that. That, that, was, that was the transition I worked on for a week. It's pretty, For how long? No, this just happened. <laughs> we just finished doing that. And I know, but this. I said, I said, I don't care what it is. I'm going to make this be about first impressions because it's the first episode and it's, you know, your first impression. And then it just happened to line up that the episode's called First Impression. I enjoyed... Bertans very much. I hope that you, the audience, enjoyed it as well. I do need to point out one thing, and it's an apology. I'm sorry to the feet freaks out there. I know the description of this episode is going to say Bertans Burton comes on to talk about his dinner with the Barefoot Contessa, and we didn't once ask about them feet. Oh my god, that is a... And I think I was just thrown off by the food that they ate, so I was... I forgot to ask because you know me. I'm all about them tozy woesies. Yeah, I was a little put off by what exactly went down at the Barefoot Contessa's house. But, like, as hosts, it, we really dropped the ball by not asking him 
what them feet do. It's okay. We'll ask him next time he goes. Yeah. He back on. And I almost wonder, Brian, if you should put that disclaimer at the front of the episode, because knowing our fans, that's all they're going to be listening for is some feet <laughs> talk. Yeah. Because I guess they're all into feet. And it's going to distract him to the point that they won't be able to focus on his story, which was, I mean, truly wild. It riveting. Yeah. It was, it was riveting. And he said it um, impeccably. Impe- impeccable, impeccably, in let's say right. You got it. Um, I'm still working on speaking impeccably. Um, season 18, Portland. Let's get into it. We're here. We're in Portland. Hey, guess what? They filmed in the bubble. Can you believe it? It's a COVID show, and unlike the NBA and NFL, there is going to be no asterisks on the winner of this one because <laughs> there will be no saying this is the quarantine top chef, so it doesn't really count. No, it counts. It counts because cooking's done indoors. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's normally cooking's done, done indoors and doesn't need an audience. So, mm. uh, if your team won the NBA or an NFL uh, championship uh, during COVID, it's an asterisk. And I'm saying that your team, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm saying that. But our our asterisk is that we had Tom Brady. <laughs> So you have two asterisks, which yeah, cancel we have themselves two asterisks. Out. Yes, that cancel themselves out. So it's a real uh, Super Bowl win. I'm happy about that. If you're a Lakers fan, I don't know what you're going to use, but um, but we're here. Yeah, it's, it's happening. A, it's a real win, and you know, past winners like Kristen or Brooke or whatever can't like go on their social media and say like, "Listen, they're just a bubble champion. Come back to me yeah. when you have a real ring." Yeah, they that, can't that say big that. Top Chef ring they get when they win, which yeah. is just a big <laughs> knife ring. It's pretty dangerous. Yeah, it also has a cutout of Tom's face in the center of it, with his eyeballs are just our uh, blood diamonds. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> season, <laughs> they do one thing. This season has is going to have over the other winners, except for I think last year's All Stars, is that the cashola is quite substantial, yeah. Ooh, which is. Yes. Um, I th- and here's my thing when I saw that it's $250,000 for the one at a time. My question was now, do they give you 500K and say you're going to be taxed? So it's really 250 or do no. they give you 250 and they say you're going to be taxed and yeah. it's only. <laughs> you get 250 but, and you're walking out of there with a buck 35. Yeah. yeah. So because Uncle Sam comes in and goes, Uncle Sam, yeah. I'm eating your lunch. And, yeah. That's the chef that's never on the show, but is like there in spirit. That's the Uncle judge Sam. that you don't see. Yes, the Uncle Sam is there. So you're getting two fifty pre tax, so it's not really two fifty, uh, but it's still more than uh, that hundred thousand dollars. Do that right now. That's yeah. pre tax too. It's pretty good, and I think yeah, most it's... game shows now should tell you exactly what they will be earning after taxes and everything yeah. is deducted. I think that really would be interesting. Um, Wouldn't it be? Yeah, but it also yeah, probably love... would make it so shows would have to like up the amount because when you see, yeah. see how much they're actually taking home people would be like well that's not impressive well, that's, that's not as yeah. good as two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars at all um didn't uh didn't the price right get in trouble with that for some reason because they're giving people cars and stuff. anyways uh so we're oh, here getting stuck with like yeah the, um yeah the, the, the car note payment and they couldn't afford it um Look, if so, you're too poor to go on The prices Right, don't go on The prices Right. That's all it comes down to. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Actor and you're on The prices Right. Thank you for right. saying Get that. It. Don't take the prices. That for Sell years. the prices. Yeah. If you're going on The prices Right, you better not be poor. Only rich people on The prices Right. Those are the people that yeah. know how much things cost. If they call your name, be humble for once and say, no, it's fine. 
I'm fine. I'm just here to watch. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> I couldn't possibly afford the yeah. prize. Keep going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the prize money's up. Um. They're in a bigger kitchen. The kitchen's been looks like it's been renovated. The camera is so far away when it the first camera starts, and it's zoomed in away. so hard. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks kind of bad at first. Like you, you can see like heat wave lines in front of it when they first show like Gregory yeah. and Padma, which is like really weird. Like, well, well, it's not that weird. It's Padma. Again, I'm not gonna. We did this last time. I'm not gonna comment yeah. on this. Um, I, I I'll just elaborate on yeah that there are lots of shots of Gregory that looks like he is on like a tarmac like at NASCAR or something like that. There's like heat coming off. You can barely see him, but it's very nice to see Gregory. He's one of my favorite contestants. He, um, yeah, yeah, same. He Love rolls. Gregory. Yeah, I like Gregory's hair. I want to grow my hair out to braid it like that one day. Have the uh, African American man bun and cornrows. Um, so yeah, Padma's there, Gregory's there, the chefs are there. Uh, and then, you know, they, they talk about COVID. Padma makes a incredible joke about COVID. She says, we're all getting tested so much. Uh, the only way uh, I get tested more is if I had a, what did she say? It's like, if I got (laughs) tested anymore, I would always have, uh, a a swab up my nose. Yeah. And it was hilarious. (laughs) That was very funny. It killed. And she said that and everyone, it killed, it crushed the room. Um, and then she just went right into business. Like she, she got a very stone face and she said, okay, be quiet. I'm going to talk to you about your quick fire challenge. But really, really, really quick. Do you think she actually got tested that much or that's just her letting the audience know like, Hey, this is, I got tested just as, don't worry. I'm tested. No, she's the anti-vaxxer. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure she has not been tested. She said, you want me on the show or not? Uh, if you want me on the show, you're not sticking anything in my nose and I'm not getting a shot. Well, I'm not so, going to let you besmirch Padma. She's great. Yeah. Her Instagram follow is very progressive. She <laughs> yeah. loves getting vaccines. She's very cool. I That is a good point. I, I No, she's against she... people who are anti-vaxxers is what I mean. Oh, okay. she's, oh anti, she's, that, she's anti-anti-vaxxer. She's anti-anti-vaxxer. I got she's that. She's not anti-vaccines. She's annoying. No, Tom is an anti-vaxxer. Tom is anti-vaxxer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's canon. We know that. Yeah, I have we no that. problem punching that way. Yeah. Uh, when oh Tom dropped off my report card, he said... By the way, don't get that vaccine. They're tracking you. <laughs> do you think Padma came up with that? Do you think they wrote that for her? Do you think I she hope. wrote it ahead of time? Or do you think she <laughs> said it in the moment? I think they wrote it ahead of time. And they really workshopped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a longer joke originally. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and then she got it down to just the cadence that they she wanted to tell it in. Um, and then it hit and it killed. That's what I think. I, I think that they probably had something written about her talking about how often she was being tested. Like we're all getting tested or whatever. And I think she just in the moment was just like, Oh, I'm going to test. I got stuff on my nose all the time. Blah, blah, blah. She's just well, like, can we try to punch that joke up? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Do we want to punch it up real quick? Yeah, let's, let's get in the, let's bring the audience into the writer's room real quick. So the joke is a COVID joke and we're talking about, you know, you're getting swabbed a lot. So how what often else, you get, tested. how often you get tested mm-hmm. what else could it be? Um, I'm if we're getting tested anymore, I'm gonna have to change my insurance to the place I get. No, that's not good. If let's see, I'm getting tested so much, uh, and then of course the chefs would say, "How much are you getting tested?" Yeah, Padma would say, "I'm getting tested so much that the tester 
uh, knows me inside and out. Outside and in. Okay. I like that one. I got one, and it's a knock-knock. Okay. And then they say, who's there? And then she says, COVID tests. And they say, COVID test who? And she says, COVID test. I'm here all the time. <laughs> okay, that's good. And that one, that one rules all my stand-up I've got jokes. One. <laughs> I've got one. Um, uh, a man, a giraffe, <laughs> and a top <laughs> chef host walk into a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um. What? And he's in the bar says, but we have, and he said, we'll have a shot. <laughs> That's a winner. I like that one. Right. So as much Good. as we were making fun of how <laughs> bad this joke might've been, folks, you see, it's not easy. It's well, not and easy to make you COVID also, funny. You see like how a writer's room works. Like you have to start with mm-hmm. certain template of jokes. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's really only about four or five ways to construct a joke. You and we knock, went through knock. all of them. Yeah. You got yeah. knock, knock. You got guys walking into a bar. Uh, we didn't do the chicken cross the road one. That's one. Um, I had one for that. That was the chicken pox across the road. Mm. <laughs> See, it's not easy. It's not easy. And that's why some of your favorite shows are bad. It's just hard to make stuff good. Mm-hmm. This podcast, for example, it's bad because it's hard to do good. Yeah. So Padma crushes with that joke and really sets the tone in the room. And then she's like, let's get down to business now. Let's get down to brass tacks. It's time for the quick fire challenge. And in this quick fire challenge, uh, teams of three, as they picked their teams by pulling out knives, as they do. Uh, the chefs were tasked with combining their favorite ingredients together into one cohesive dish. So every chef got their own, like, I guess they were asked before the show started, what's a something, an ingredient you can't cook or live without in the kitchen? And, like, that's their ingredient. So those three random ingredients, they now have to make a dish with. It's kind of interesting. It's, I, this is actually a very fun quick fire challenge, I think. Um I think Padma like speaks to it later on when she's like, "You picked butter and rice vinegar." Like, it was it was the most fun when people picked things that were like actually not just like salt and butter. Yeah, like things that are the most basic things to cook. Like yeah. someone said, "Like I can't cook without heat." They'd have been like, "All yeah. right, I'm gonna put heat down here." Yeah. yeah. Someone said Greer. Greer. Brittany from Richmond. What's up, BCU Rams? Said uh, <laughs> Greer. I think she says Grier. it wrong, or I said it wrong. And I Greer for sure. Yeah. She says that it's because it's the king of the alpine cheeses. <laughs> yes. And that's all the cooking she does is alpine cooking. And then she, as she was shredding it for a dish, she was like, go off, king. And she was like knocking it off the shredder. <laughs> um, so that's what they had to do. They had to combine uh, their three random ingredients that they can't live without into one dish. I'm going to bump and... in one more time real quick. Do you guys know? Did you, did you guys know what coal fat was? Or did you look it up like me and then lose your lunch? So I, uh, I saw Brian in the outline. You wrote a very descriptive definition Copy of paste. it. Yes. I just listened to what Gabrielle said when he defined it in the episode. But it's not this. He doesn't say it as like what it really is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, right? he, yeah. I mean, he says it's a fat that's like rendered in a certain way that you can like add to like lean meats or whatever. Yeah, and see, that almost sounds like I'm not going to throw up when I hear that. Yeah, (laughs) and you read it, and you're like, what is this, tripe? If you Google what coal fat is, 
It's referred to as lace fat is a delicate thin membrane of connective tissue with fat deposits embedded in it. This thin membrane covers the stomach in the abdominal cavity found in deer, pigs, cows, and lambs. Gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's basically like, you know, you, you can take the tripe out of the coal fat, but you can't take the coal fat out of the tripe. This episode was full of gross stuff. That was gross. And then later there we see like claws of it. Ugh. Yeah, but you hate birds, so that's the thing we'll talk about. Yeah, the thing against birds. You I love like birds. birds. I've been to Oregon. Um, Brian doesn't like birds. He hates the Orioles. Um, yeah. So they got to cook. Um, let's talk about green team. Don, Gabe, and Jamie as they're making a a dish with fish that they pan seared, and then they're going to add a uh, some kind of chutney sauce, I believe, to it. Or no, no, a, a glaze. They're adding a glaze to it, and Jamie glaze the fish on this crispy skin side instead of the flesh side. And I think I speak for um, just myself when I say, that's how I love it. <laughs> that's how I love fish. Please take that, the, all the work I did on crisping that fish, please get rid of it with a nice glaze and get it nice and sopped up in there. Here you go, the fish. Oh, you put it on the skin side? Uh, sorry. Um, it's you like, always, always put sauce on the, on the flesh side. Yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> my assumption is that every chef would know that you don't put sauce on a crispy side of a fish. It's never safe to assume. The skin is now soggy. Yeah. Six minutes! So, it's interesting, because that is cooking 101. Uh, you never sauce the skin side of a fish. Um, sorry, my bad. Yeah, but they're they're all executive chefs or chef owners. Yeah, it is a weird choice. I, I I mean, I can see you could sauce the skin side if it wasn't crisp, but it sounded like they so I don't I don't know what what was going. On. I'm guessing they were just moving. Listen, it's a quick bar. You're moving fast. Yeah, you're not really they're going moving fast. fast. You're yeah, moving fast. they're all cooking one dish, which is hard. They don't know each other, but I I yeah. do find it interesting that. She didn't. And I mean, that's not the only time she does something and says, sorry, my bad. You know, because there was another time where they were trying to, like, put the garnish perfectly on the fish. And she took basically an entire box of salt and just started pouring it on top of it. And they were like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? <laughs> Don't put you can't put that much salt on it. And she just went, sorry, my bad. And just kind of like backed away from the situation. And she's going to win the whole thing. I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I I'm I'm glad that that uh, happened. It, it sucks that Jamie did that, and for her team. But we get this great moment of Dawn, who is the former Olympian, who does a Jim Halpert to the to the camera. She full on does a Jim Halpert. Yeah. Uh, she gives the look like, can you believe this person? And she it's, looked right it's, at the camera. It's great. It's fantastic, and I hope I get more of that. There's not enough of that in reality TV. We all know that you're in a camera that you're being yeah. recorded. Look at the camera. Look at the camera all the time. Talk mm-hmm. to the person with the camera. Maybe they'll save your life one day. Maybe you'll be crying and they'll come and they'll console you and they'll stop being the cameraman and then they'll get fired. But that's just what happens, okay? It happened in the office. It's going to happen on Top Chef one day if you do it right. Yeah, that probably would have saved Marcel if he talked more to the cameraman. They would have saved him from getting his head shaved. But now that I think about it, it was Alon that was filming. So maybe it was he should have spoken more directly to Alon. And then he wouldn't have had his head shaved. 
That's a good point. <laughs> That's a lesson for That's him. That's a good point. Yeah. It's a lesson for us all, I think. Yep. Um, so outside of that, we also have uh, contestant Gabriel Bascuzzi, who won't stop talking about a very specific thing he wants to get off his chest. Oh, yeah. Good luck. These timestamps off of here? I'm going to take those. No, no, they're in. They're in. Don't grab those. You want to keep them? Yeah. I work for Tom Colicchio. Oh. Yeah. That's something he does all the time. Well, he does, not us. 128. I don't know if you guys caught caught it there, but um, I think he worked for Tom Colicchio. Yeah. It's very, very subtle. And it, you can barely hear it. He says it very quietly. It's all, he's very sheepish about it. It's, it's like mm-hmm. he definitely won't bring it up ever again, and he doesn't like talking about it. It's very embarrassing for him, but he just kind of very quietly says, I work for Tom. This is not how we do things. Yeah. This isn't how he likes it. And I like how the response he got from his teammates that he's working with for the first time, they're like, oh, wow, Tom. Wow, you work for Tom. That's impressive. Let's do that because Tom is a very important judge in this competition. So let's do the thing Tom likes. Mm-hmm. Brian, anything? I, I just I can't believe he worked for Tom. I'm just like I'm kind of blown away. Right? Uh, it's fucking crazy. And you know, I think we saved the, our listeners because that was like the third time in the episode he brought up that he worked for Tom. Yes. Well, it happens in, like in another like 20 seconds. It happens again yes. when like, Tom shows up and he's like, "There's a guy. There's a guy. I know that yeah, guy. I know that I know guy. That guy. Yeah. I know that guy." He said, no, hey, Tom, don't, don't hey, look Tom. too rough on me. Tom, yeah. Tom he was hey, waving it's me. His hand. Tom's it's just kind of like doing the thing Gabrielle. where he's just like has his hand kind of a little bit over his head and he's like looking yeah. over Pat and like rolling his eyes like, oh, okay. And then he's kind of like Gabriel. He just kind of, you know, does a little little hand wave at him and then like kind of like shakes his head. It's like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Gabriel <laughs> does a Hulk Hogan and rips his um, chef coat off and underneath it, it's just a I love you, Tom shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, we do get a great I, from the start i love maria i think she's going to be one of my favorite characters in the very beginning when it's showing like slow-mo videos of them like cooking maria's is just like squeezing a tomato with her hand yeah I think it's great <laughs> and then and then um when they're cooking she lets gabrielle taste her food and he says like mm-hmm. how about this and she says no and he goes how about yeah. more salt and she goes let's wait just let's like, wait turns him down twice and then on here he says tom does this and she's like well we, we're not tom like she is awesome i love maria so much yeah she's not open to feedback my favorite part of that interaction with her and um gabrielle is like she's letting him taste to get feedback he gives feedback and she's just like no that's not it. I don't, I'm not doing I don't that. Like your feedback. <laughs> Wrong. It's, Moving on. I love. I love. I love her. And then she calls Gabriella Pendejo. It's. But she's. I. I hope that she stays around forever. She's yeah, great. She's fun. Uh, she's good for the show. Um. So the winning team in the quickfire challenge is the brown team, and that's why I'm announcing it. Um. Kiki, Sarah, and Sasha win uh, the quickfire challenge because they made harissa seared halibut with Meyer lemon and anchovy salsa verde. With roasted hot pepper relish and herb salad. Um, it looked good. And they won. It was a favorite dish uh, of the judges. I think it was one of the only dishes that, like, as soon as they ate it, they were, like, saying how good it was. So Yeah. Um, well, uh, they also liked um, Gabrielle's team dish because he heard them say, mm. Yeah. He he said that I thought I heard a mm. He does not say thought. He, just, he says, I heard her go, mm. Yeah. He, like, leans <laughs> over to his team. He's like, I think I heard an mm. 
He's like, and I know because I'm a chef. I work for Tom. I work for Tom. I know that that means they like the food yeah. when they go. Mm. He's like, I don't know Tom, if you guys know this, yeah. but that means that means good things when There's they like do an that. Unspoken language that cooks can yeah. pick up on. If you feed someone yeah, that food, yeah. they just go. Mm. They don't even tell you that it's good. They they heard tell that you. you, you might not speak that. this mm. language. I know it, and mm is a good thing in this language of food. And like equally, if someone goes, ugh, 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 <laughs> they probably didn't like it. They probably hated it. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little known so, fact about the language. <laughs> so the brown team won, and all three of them have uh, this thing called immunity. Triple immunity. Mm-hmm. Yep, triple immunity, triple up on it. Then they have the elimination challenge where <clears throat> they bring out all the like these past legends, all-stars from uh, Top Chef's uh, ghost past, and they're going to be the, uh, the special judges and ta- for the elimination challenges, I guess, for the entire season. Um, and it's, you know, some people you know, some people you don't know. I don't remember everyone's name. Um, but I do remember that uh, one of the dudes looks like he's eating healthy. <laughs> Look, we're not, we all <laughs> we all had the same thought when we saw this person. We were like, okay. I'm not going to say who it is. Go watch this episode. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He's doing well. He, he looks like he's. Living well, eating well. Um, these are actually some. These are. Uh, I mean, a couple people like Dale wasn't great in his season. He was kind of a jerk, so I'm not like excited to see him. But like, I loved Kwame on yeah. on his yep. season. I thought he was great. Melissa's great. Yep. Um, Blaze yep. is Blaze. He's gonna be fun to hear his. Um, let's let's get into it. His hair was doing something. Oh yeah, let's 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 talk about uh, what's his name, Richard Blaze. Yeah, Richard Blaze. Richard Blaze. Yeah, his hair. So let's go back into the writers' room here. Um, oh, because Padma does another joke here about yeah. Hair. Padma does do another joke here about the hair, and I feel like just to let the audience in, maybe we sh- they should hear the joke. Just and then quick. and then we'll try to and punch then it up. We'll punch it up. Okay. And kind of like we're taking you again behind the scenes of how we. Yeah, we want to. What you got? Yeah, because we have the inside track. We have the scoop. We talk to Tom all the time, more than we want to. Yeah. So here's Padma's joke. Just for them. (laughs) I'm nervous about your hair. (laughs) Speaking of soaring to new heights. Okay, so that's a good joke because his hair is like lifted high with product off his head. There's, it's, it's almost like a duck bill. Mm -hmm. Um, so. That was funny. It was very good. So if we're going to punch that up. Um, so my question was when he came out was, why not Why not just buy a hat if you're going to style your hair that way? Mm-hmm. And that that's what you think Padma should have said? Yeah. She should have been like, I'm worried about your hair. Why not just wear a hat? It's easier. Okay. Yeah. And that's good. That's 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 mean. That that goes into the mean territory. No, I don't think it's mean. I, I also would have said, um, "Hey, Richard, uh, we're filming inside, not in the in the desert." That's cool. I like that one. I think she could maybe look at him and then kind of like do an up and down, and then look at the top of the hair and say something like, "What's the weather like up there?" Because it's <laughs> okay. so high. Yeah. I like that. That one's good. My take is it's going to be a reference. Mm. So uh, Padma looks at his hair, kind of does a double take, turns to the chefs, kind of puts her hand to the side of her mouth so that Richard can't see it. And she says, huh, there's something about Blaze, huh? <laughs> That's cool. 
I like that because it also it, it makes it so she has to do a little bit of acting too, which I, mm. we know she has in her back pocket. <clears throat> she's um, got the chops. She's got the chops. Oh, I just thought of the, a good joke for when they brought out all of the guest judges after they lined up. She could have been like, "Well, one of these things is not like the other." <laughs> mm-hmm. But then, then we would, don't know who she was talking about. Well, yeah. they, we'd obviously would know because of the hair. As she's, she could like turn to Richard, and be like, "Okay, well, one of these things is not like the other," and then everyone could then be like, you know, get to be in on the joke because they use their eyes and their brains, and like, oh, she must be talking about his hair because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Again, this is hard, folks. Look, being in the writers' room yeah, is not it's hard. easy. <clears throat> this it's is hard. what this is what they do in the writers' room that you know you get the bad stuff out so the good stuff can get put on air. And so. to our fans out there, if you had some pitches for us for alternative jokes, go ahead and submit those. Write it in your reviews when you give us five stars. Um, we'll yep. read them on air, and then we'll explain to you why they don't work. Yep, yep, yep. Or why we can't fit it into the episode, why it wouldn't yep. work in this episode. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, all the the guest judges come out, and they're all uh, taking on – they all have like some uh, deceased carcass of a bird from Oregon. Um. And uh, the chefs have to draw, like, don't they have to draw and pick um, which bird they're going to be working with? The the three winners of the quick fire got to pick first. They got to go through and yes. just grab whatever they wanted. And then everyone else had to draw knives to see which bird they got. Because we know that Oregon is obsessed with birds. Obsessed mm. with fowl. So the bird um, choices are um, squab. Wrote it down, right? Yeah. yeah. Squab, turkey, chucker quail and duck and i know you're thinking um <clears throat> don't call me a chucker mm-hmm. don't do that that's what i thought uh-uh. i used to hate that when i played basketball and they're like you chucker yeah yeah so don't do it and they were talking yeah, about the freaking bird chuck. yeah yeah i want the bird there's some good birds in there duck's a good one that's a good one to cook with. That's what you want. It's a great one. It's a versatile. Like I said, it's the most versatile bird. Yeah. yeah. Quail's good too. Yeah. So there's all some three good... of the quick fire winners all take quail. No, they take squab or quail. I think it's. They take quail. They take quail. Sarah, yeah. Sarah cooks quail. What would you guys take? I would have taken the duck with my newfound love for duck. I think I would go turkey. See, I'd be scared of the turkey because of what they stated, how bland it is. It is very bland, but you can make a nice broth with it, and you can make a nice brothy dish um, with just like a little bit of turkey and some other things around it. I'm glad you brought up broth because Roscoe attempts to make a broth with his duck adobo and sweet potato dumplings, and that goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what he wanted, though, because he says that his adobo is a secret weapon. Maybe he wanted to get eliminated (laughs) well yeah and maybe he thought he was like listen last chance kitchen is probably more my speed i'd rather be there yeah you know maybe he's like i'm scared of being on this main show but if i go to last chance kitchen that's my own show Mm -hmm. if i keep winning he's like i'm the star of that show yeah so he said you know what maybe they want us to cook our personality into this food so you know what I'm going to cook something that I'm afraid to do on this show, and I hope that it comes across. Let's see after the judges are tasting Roscoe's food if it came across. It's a little sad. Love making a good broth on on Top Chef. and I got to say, this broth is too greasy. 
cloudy. Creating this dish, there was confusion and they were almost a little scared. It's a bowl full of fear. Mission accomplished, Roscoe. Mm -hmm. Did it. And now you're ready. You have your own spinoff show ready to go. Yeah. Called I mean, Bowl Full of Fear, which yeah, which Bowl Full of Fear. fear. I'm assuming it's like a fear factor type of show, right? It's you were given a bowl of a of, of an of an unknown scorpions, sauce. yeah, scorpions. Sauce. Well, maybe it's scorpions, spiders, maybe it's scorpions. Maybe next time it's spiders. Yeah, and you just spider sauce. Put your hand in it, and you then you yeah. shove it in your mouth. Big shove snakes. it in your mouth. Yeah, and Big by snakes. sauce, yeah, mm -hmm. snake sauce. What a snake sauce is is just live snakes swarming around so much mm -hmm. that when you put it in your mouth and they melt to death together after you've been biting them, mm -hmm. they form a sauce. Well, that's what all these sauces are. When we yeah, say spider sauce, like. it's just a bunch of spiders. Yeah, the worst sauce to get through is the tarantula sauce because of the hairs. Yeah, it's really hairy yeah. and you're picking that out yeah. as you're eating it. They had to cook with tarantulas in one of the last chance kitchens a couple of seasons ago. Hmm. Gross. Well, I just want to say no. You cannot ask the tarantula to shave before you eat it. Yeah, you just no. have to eat it as it is. That's... You can try. You can you try. Can, you can. You can. You can. You can try. They're probably not going to do it. They worked hard on that hair. Yeah, it takes a while to get a good tarantula hair growth going on. Yeah, it's patchy for a while, and then at some point, it becomes a real it just tarantula. Fully hair. blooms, and it's like, look, this is its natural habitat. If you don't like it. You're probably a weirdo. And have you seen a tarantula shaved? It's like all neck. Like it, yeah. you, you can just see its chin and its neck. Yeah. Like the hair is hiding a not chiseled jaw on those tarantulas. Looks mm -hmm. like Paul Giamatti. It looks like Paul Giamatti. Whom we love. We love. We Paul. love. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Sideways. I'm not drinking oh. Merlot. Oh my God. I can't wait for um, them to do that movie again. <laughs> Will they remake Sideways? Yeah. I don't want a sequel. I don't want a prequel. I want the same actors to re film Sideways shot for shot again. Just, just each, how they are now. Each of them 20 years older, just like doing yeah. Sideways. That would be so, so fun. So. Uh, one of the other things that happens during this uh, elimination challenge is, uh, you know, some karma comes back from the cooking 101 because um, I'm pretty sure if you're making a dish that requires a sauce, you want to put that sauce in the dish. And Dawn forgot to put her sauce in the dish. Now, is that universe correcting itself? Because she she just cooked Jamie's butt for not saucing correctly, and now she forgot her sauce on her plates. Like, is that not... It's so coming back together. It does seem like it kind of came back to bite her a little bit of karma there, but it, 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 in this clip, we don't have a clip for it, but in this scene, it seems like she maybe was a little bit rushed towards the end. Cause she was, she was getting a lot of people to help mm -hmm. her and you saw her pour her sauce out and she just like forgot mm -hmm. about it. Um, yeah. so I think she's having a little bit of trouble with the timing of doing these elimination challenges. She also asked the producers if she could still pour the sauce on and they're like, again, oh, no. she's talking to the producers and the camera. Yeah. I love Dawn so much. Yeah, yeah. she gets um, it. She's that really like, like, she's the... winking at the camera. She's, she's, you know, doing the whole thing. She's taking the piss. Here's what I'm scared of though, because she's an Olympic, she's Olympian long jumper, former. She and dives like, in head, not feet first. She, yeah, she mm -hmm. dove into cooking head first, which is not very sanitary. Um, but she's used to the Olympics, and here she is asking for like an unfair advantage with the judges. Well, in the Olympics, you get a do-over. You if if you That's mess true. up or if you don't go fast enough, you get to do it again. I do 
love that part of the Olympics when it's like, you know, uh, someone doing archery or whatever and they shoot the arrow and it flies off in the distance, doesn't even freaking hit the the big thing, the big target. And they say, oh, I wasn't ready. I'm sorry. that I got to do it again. I wasn't yeah. ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And, and they just keep, they all just keep doing it until they hit the bullseye. That's mm-hmm. why they're so good at it. Like, yeah. you think that these are great athletes? No, they just get a bunch of chances to do it. Yeah. I could do it too if I had 40 chances to do it. I'm an Olympian. Yeah. I don't think you could. I, I, <laughs> so you guys keep saying that you think that she just forgot to put the sauce on. From what I thought, it looked like she put the sauce in the wrong place because it was supposed oh. to go on her food. She put it in little plastic containers. Yeah. I think she was, thought she was doing food prep for a second. I think she just put it in the wrong place. She was like, here it goes. And she was like, oh, shit. They put yeah. it in these containers not on my food. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she'll, you know, big mistake. The sauce up next time. goes from the saucepan to the food, okay? You don't need to put it in another plastic container. Big mistake. No, you're just making more dishes dirty for later. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is. We, we all know, know that I hate washing dishes. <laughs> yeah. And now who's saucing the wrong side of food? Freaking Dawn. Yeah, yeah and so Dawn now is. you're in the writer's room again in there. We are. Yeah, and we know okay, she doesn't so, like to clean up because her name is Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> she's, I mean, she might be tough on Grease, but. Also, she's, um, the she's athlete, tougher on herself. The athlete in her won't forgive herself. Yeah. yeah. And to that I say, let the athlete out. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> let that person go. Like, let them stop holding them hostage. Uh, so let's go to elimination judges table, table. judges table, uh, at the judges table, who we got at the judges table again? I know we have my girl, Sarah at the judges table. Padma goes to the workroom, which I think is drag race talk. I apologize. And, um, calls eight names. Yes. And everyone's like, Oh my God, does that mean that we're all the bottom and they're all the top? We don't know what's going on. They get out there. And Pad was like, "All right, you four go over there, and you four go over there." And the well, no, she just names the dishes because that's right. Blind test, so she's named the dishes and said, "If there wasn't your dish, step to the side." And she names the dishes of Gabe, Gabriel, and Shota and Sarah. Yes, and there, and then she says, "You guys were our favorites," and they're like, "What?" Like like, Sarah is like, "What? You liked my food? Really? I'm a chef, and you liked my food?" She was like, "I tasted it. It sucked." It yeah. was so, yeah. so the, ooey. Did you mean to call someone else's name? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so the the people who are on the bottom then are Sasha, Jamie, um, Roscoe, and Avishar. And Avishar. Which, that's who, who's got Avishar I again? do. Yep. That's I love Avishar's good. early, uh, when he's like, people think that I'm from Bangladesh because I cook Bangladesh food or whatever, but he's like, I just love Columbus, Ohio food. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like fast food yeah. Columbus, Ohio food. So Sarah wins. Um, she wins uh, and she's uh, on my team. So I want to point that out. She wins with a glazed quail with green beans, charred dates and grilled eggplant coconut yogurt. I mean, it sounds yummy, yummy in my tummy, but now Sarah's not only won the quick fire, but also won the first elimination and she's setting the stage and she's playing. a. I think she might be a character actor because she, even in the win, she's like, I don't understand how I won. I didn't think I belonged here. And I'm like, oh, this is such good like hype. She's being super humble. She's like getting in people's heads, thinking that she didn't know that she's a great chef mm-hmm. and she's on my team. So I'm pretty sure she's going to win the whole thing. 
Yeah, it's, she's definitely playing the mind games. She's trying to get in the heads of all the other contestants by doing this whole, like, oh, my God. Like, I wasn't even, like, trying. Like, I I, I had immunity, so it yeah. was just, like, this was just, like, a fuck around for me. Like, I just was, yeah. this is, this kind of food is, like, shit food. I wouldn't fix this for my fucking yeah. <laughs> She literally did say, this is shit food. I wouldn't eat it, but they did. They liked it. What does that say? Mm-hmm. So, I think also at some point in the judges' table, Gabriel does somehow work in that I think he worked for someone on the judge's table. I forget what he says, but he like lets it known they work for somebody up there. And it might have was it Melissa that he worked for? I don't think that doesn't sound no. right. I think it was. It's not Padma doesn't have a Padma, oh, oh yeah, okay. So it's either Melissa or Tom, I it, it was Tom. It's Tom. It's, it's Tom. Tom, yeah. It's Tom. He works for Tom. He works for Tom. He used to work for Tom at Tom and Sons Craft. Yeah. So that gets said again for the fifth time that that quote is getting used up real quick. Um, but my boy, my boy, my heart and soul, the guy I thought was, you know, I know I picked him last in the dodgeball pickings at recess, but I thought he was still going to be my anchor. My boy, Roscoe. My boy, Roscoe. They let Roscoe go, man. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, he made duck adobo with sweet potato dumplings and a big old oily broth. And then let my boy go. Gail says something along the lines of, Well, you smoke good meat. Like it was like, oh, the writing's on the wall. He's going <laughs> yeah. on. Like she was like, just like, um, you do good at your regular job, but this bad. You did bad yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then she wasn't even hiding, like uh writers for the show were writing, were giving her stick it uh post-it notes to write to say. And she just was just grilling him, mm-hmm. literally. Um, and so they, they sent Roscoe home, and uh, let's listen to his goodbye, because I actually personally love his goodbye speech. Roscoe, please pack your knives and go. Thank you. Any over for you yet? We'll see you in Last Chance Kitchen. Bring it. Thank you. Thank you all. Oh, it's so lame. Being the first to leave. Good game, guys. Top Chef's like a wild experience. The brief period I've had. I highly respect solid criticism. As an artist or chef, it shows the best character if you can take criticism and like grow from it. Love you, Roscoe! Last Chance Kitchen is intimidating, but I can't wait so I can immediately redeem myself. I'm old school, baby. You can't hold me down. So I love the fact that he mentioned that uh, for any artist, uh, the importance of being able to take criticism and grow from it. I liked his uh, goodbye speech. Mm. It was very real. Um, yeah. I think also, you know, he, he talked about being an artist. I think he knew that it's better for um, a star to be the lead in a smaller show than a supporting character in an ensemble and a larger show. So mm-hmm. that's why he wanted to go to Last Chance Kitchen. Yeah. He's like, I'm a star he's got there. His own show now. On this he's one, got his own show fucking now. ensemble. Yeah. He literally has to wait for someone else to be eliminated. He's got a whole week where the show's just about him. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty And smart. now he has time to be a rapper, which he said earlier on he wanted to be yes. a rapper. Yes. So now he has time. And- and also, you mentioned before that people with kids go home quickly in the show. So he didn't even have time to miss his kids. Yeah, he, <laughs> just... he didn't. He got a phone call, and they were like, "Oh my god, you're going to the next round." He's like, "No, I'm coming home." 
<laughs> they were like, they were oh. like, Dad, we missed you. He's like, well, guess what? Well, guess what? <laughs> like, Dad, we just dropped you off at the airport. I don't yeah, know. yeah. They're like, we haven't even gotten home yet. Yeah. Like, he's like, well, that waste at least two weeks to like quarantine before I can come home. And he's like, okay, yeah. well, he's got to be there for at least two more. Well, he also has to wait until someone else joins Last Chance Kitchen, right? So he has yeah. to be there a little while longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless, unless they have all star people in there. We don't know. They've done that in the past. Yeah, we have no idea what kind of twists and turns Tom's got cooked up. I do know that when he was talking to me about this new season, he did a lot of gun fingers and pointing at me and like winking was like i was like i don't know what you're doing he's like i got stuff planned for this season i was like okay tom okay i assume that can mean only one of two things one he literally has nothing and he was just trying to lie to you and he was doing that tom thing where he's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i got some things and he just thought like once he gets there in the moment he'll come up with something really great yeah and he probably won't or he's on the show. He's going to be the one comedian. Yeah, he's going to be yeah. one of the contestants on the show. Yeah. And maybe he'll have a gun. I don't know. One of those. I would love to see an episode where they have to face Tom again, like they did in the in the past, right? Where they had to make where they have to make something faster than Tom. They had to like yeah. beat his score, or whatever. Yeah, he made yeah. a dish. I'd love to see that at the same time. Yeah, that would be. Cool. They did it. He did it in thirty minutes or less, and they had to beat his timer or or do it in under thirty minutes. And mm-hmm. he was like a wizard in the kitchen. Yeah. He also, when I was talking to him about this season, he said he just kept saying Shyamalan, baby, Shyamalan. I was like, "What?" He's like, "He's oh, like, oh, okay." He's like, "Just watch, okay. Shyamalan." Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm ready for a twist and a turn, and I hope it's early Shyamalan because those twists are better. So he was wearing an Avatar shirt when he said this. He was like Shyamalan, Uh-oh. baby. Okay. Uh oh. I'm gonna be worth waiting for. Uh, so that's it for the first episode of season eighteen. I can't wait for um, Avatar four. That's coming yeah. in what twenty thirty two. I think I'm twenty thirty two. I can't wait. Um, we want to thank our uh, special friend uh, to the show, Bertans Burton, for coming by and telling us about uh, his time with Barefoot Contessa. Uh, we're 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 one episode in. We're seven episode next week. Um, uh, but for now, we're gonna get the hell out of here. Rate and review five stars.